Anxiety sucks balls. Feeling alone, feeling lost, feeling like you're the only one with the crazy shit going on in your head. Hi, I'm Lou and I'm your host for the Getting Vulnerable podcast. I'm a mum, ex-anxiety sufferer, coach, motivator, speaker and most importantly, someone who bloody gets it. Join me as I deep dive into the crazy as we share the mind shitstorms and lessons learned through anxiety, depression and mum life. I got vulnerable and it saved my life and my hope is that I can inspire you to get vulnerable and save your own life. When you're overwhelmed, it is shit. It's so shit. The overwhelm, overwhelm, all the overwhelm, everywhere, every day, in your head, in the air. Overwhelm. What a fucking shitstorm. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Getting Vulnerable podcast. I wonder what today's topic's going to be. Overwhelm's a bitch. Yes, yes, it is. Hate feeling overwhelmed because it just ruins everything, doesn't it? Clearly, I'm in the wrong industry. Um... For all uh, rap inquiries, please DM me. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thanks for joining me. So today, we're not going to talk about overwhelm. <laughs> yes, we are. Are you guys feeling overwhelmed? <laughs> Hurry up and get into it, Lou. So um, at the moment, I'm running a group coaching program. It's a six-week program where we are diving into your six barriers. Well, I call them like anxiety's mates, overwhelm, people-pleasing, self-doubt. Like there's just so many of anxiety's mates that just hang around. And last week we, um, I did a coaching session on overwhelm and I wanted to share with you guys some tips um, to support you when you're feeling overwhelmed. Because I'm not sure about you guys, I I used to love to um pretty much just procrastinate like hell, which would uh, contribute to my overwhelm. So I would get like new to do lists, planners. I'm like I'm overwhelmed because I'm disorganized. So I better go to Kmart and get a new planner because the eight planners that I've already bought just aren't feeling right. Um, but I also need some new colored textures, pencils and five new calendars and three diaries because I'm so overwhelmed um, at all the shit I need to do that I just need to you know, buy some more shit to um, add to my overwhelm. <laughs> Does this resonate with anyone? <laughs> Like, it's funny, isn't it? So my thoughts on overwhelm after analysing myself, you know, stepping back after years of hell in living in the anxious, overwhelmed shitstorm cycle. Now, if you haven't heard or seen the AOSC, go over to Instagram and look for a post with a very bright coloured you know, four circles together. You'll see it. It's I created this visual because I remember just getting so sick of just like, why can't I just get out of this cycle? 
You know, what it's like because anxiety feels over, um, feeds overwhelm, overwhelm feeds anxiety, people pleasing. You know, there's just so many elements to anxiety and with anxiety's mates. I created this visual because I was like, how this is my brain. This was my brain uh, on the daily. So no wonder I was an absolute shit show. <laughs> but my point here is we think we're overwhelmed by the stuff that we need to do, all the things we need to do. We're juggling. We've got all the things, we, the mental load, the certain activities, plus, you know, the just bloody surviving, yeah, and trying to get in some self-care, yeah, because that adds to the overwhelm because I need to try and you know, put in something for myself. And have you ever actually stopped to write down an overwhelm list? It's kind of like a mental load list, really. Your to-do list, but on one piece of paper, it's probably like 18 pages, but not just the to-do list, but what is overwhelming you? You What is overwhelming you? Because what you'll find is it's not necessarily all the to-dos. It's actually the emotions attached to you the expectations to the to-dos, you know, and overwhelm is brought on by ourselves because there's an underlying, you know, deep need to please others. So we chuck all this shit on top of ourselves because we need to make sure that little Sally who lives, you know, four streets away who I've never met in my life that I'm, you know, she's asked, you know, the community to bake, you know, 800 cookies and I said yes. And so even though I have 400 million other things to do, I said yes to baking 800 cookies to a lady that I have no idea who she is or anything. So it's this deep, you know, it's funny, isn't it? I bet you you're laughing along because you're like, that is what I do. I I say yes to everything. And so our overwhelm, you know, when we can break down what, what is actually in there, you know, there's usually a theme and each and every one of us will have a different theme or you might have a few themes, but... You need to find what that theme is. You know, our need to please others stems from our lack of confidence and self-worth. We're overwhelmed because we're taking on too much because we need to do things because, you know, this overwhelm, you know, which stems from lack of confidence and self-worth, which drives our perfectionism tendencies, which then feeds our anxiety, which then fuels our overwhelm again. And then we're in the A-O-S-S-C, the anxious overwhelm shitstorm cycle. And we can't get out, no matter how many planners we buy. (laughs) So is this this driving home for you guys or are you getting more overwhelmed? (laughs) 
Because what we need to do if we want to start conquering this overwhelm is truly understanding, understanding what our overwhelm actually looks like. And getting honest and realistic and reducing our expectations. You need to start calling your own bullshit. That's the truth, right? And I know how easy it is for us to blame and to resent the people, the situations around us. But at the end of the day, we all have control of our own overwhelm. It's at, we, we all have choice. We have choice in so many aspects of our life. Yeah, and if you're there saying, oh, no, no, well, not really, because, you know, yeah. Well, we do. We have a choice in in how you know, what our expectations look like, and also getting honest about are these your expectations, or are they other people's expectations, or are they the expectations you're putting on other people that you think they're putting on you? Does that make sense? I'll say that again. So it's the expectations that we create that we put on other people that we think they're putting on us. So, because I know we do that. And then this builds that resentment, that frustration. Oh, they, they don't, they don't get it. They, I've got this mental load and I'm doing all of the things and yeah, but, but have, have we asked, have we, have we clearly communicated the help that we need, the expectations that we're putting on ourselves from other people, are those expectations just really bloody unrealistic? Because I know if I'm getting honest with myself, you know, when I was deep in my anxiety on the daily, my expectations were completely ridiculous. You know? So, you know, I think what, what you need to do is in order to break down, break down your overwhelm is, you know, educate yourself on what overwhelm looks like for you. Because the other thing is we carry other people's overwhelm. So you have stuff that you're carrying in your mind that isn't yours to carry. But we carry it because when we're anxious, we're people pleasers, we you know, we want to go above and beyond and we, we not only do things for people, but we carry people's you know, pain and sadness and you know, we hold other people's responsibilities because we we have this need to be accepted but also to be like extremely supportive which is a very nice trait or you know whatever you want to call it value to have but think about how overwhelmed and run down and exhausted you are and the benefit that you are well the benefit that you are the is it the benefit well you know you're you're a bloody walking shit show yeah <laughs> I was a walking shit show for a long time. 
because of the expectations, because I was carrying everyone else's shit, because I you know, was just trying to please everyone. You know, so little examples are like, you know, if you've got this expectation or you know, if, you, if you're overwhelmed about, like for me, I used to be really overwhelmed about cooking dinner. Cooking dinner, oh my God, it's like, fuck, what am I going to cook? You know, because every day it's like I need to have something different every day and I need to, you know, put in effort and, you know, and I was just so worried about, you know, creating a different meal every day and creating variety and making sure it's nice and yummy and, you know, balanced and, but it absolutely drove me bonkers. But in my head, so this is an example of me putting expectations on someone else that they're putting back on me. So I had this perception that, you know, I needed to provide a really great meal every night that's different and balanced and blah, blah, blah. You know, and when you know, I had the conversation with hubby about, oh, God, you know, I'm just sick of cooking. He's like, well, don't cook. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, we got to eat. He's like, well, we'll just figure something out. We'll just get takeaway. We'll just have baked beans on toast. And I'm like, oh, but you, you know, you wouldn't like that. Like, I just feel like I need it. He's like, when have I ever said that I expect a meal? I'm like, oh, never. He's like, yeah, I, don't, I actually don't care what we eat. I've never said that in, in our whole entire time of being together. You know, where's my dinner? <laughs> you know, and it's true. Never. He's, he's not a foodie. He doesn't give a flying fuck what he eats. I have put this expectation on myself, on him, from him, but it's from me. And the truth is I spent so much stress and overwhelm thinking, about, I've got to go to the shops, I've got to plan to you know, blah, blah. And I just, I bloody hated it. So I learnt that I needed to call my own bullshit and realise like, yeah, when I can't be bothered, I can't be bothered. I'm going to have some two-minute noodles in the in the cupboard and Baked beans, they're, you know, they are on the essential shopping list. Uh, baked beans, two-minute noodles and nuggets and chips. I'm like, every bloody week, just make sure that the cupboard and freezer is full of that stuff because there is going to be one to two, sometimes three nights where I'm like, I am not even going to try cooking because I'm too busy. Yeah, I, I'd rather spend my energy on something else. I'd rather, you know, I, just, I don't care tonight. Like the end of the day your family's going to be fed so I'm just using this as an example because I know it's a very relatable example about dinner and the overwhelm that we hold you know we need to get honest with ourselves so the other thing is you know accepting that there are going to be some shit days there are going to be emotional days they're going to be days where you can't be fucked these days, you know, be kind to yourself. That's the takeaway days. That's the baked beans on toast, the scrambled eggs, the everyone get your own bloody dinner. <laughs> a hot chicken. Yes, how good are hot chickens? Yum. Easy. And then you can get sneaky hot chippies and smash them in your car before you pick up the kids so you don't have to share them. <laughs> Anyone else do that? Oh, you're out of time. <laughs> I've done a good old sneaky hot chip drive through. Yum. Quick hide the packet. <laughs> Open the windows so that 
No one can smell the hot chippy smell. <laughs> so funny. So, what, what are my three tips? I haven't even got to bloody the second one. So I want to give you four practical steps, you know, so that you cannot let overwhelm control your life. Because the other aspects of overwhelm are your environment, your mental environment, your physical environment. Who else gets all bloody stressed out and if there's just shit everywhere and you just can't concentrate on that one thing? You know, it's because of your environment. You know, you need to, you know, declutter the shit around you. I realized that I used to get overwhelmed because there was so much stuff. I was just moving stuff around the house. And, you know, the fact is I kind of learnt, you know, for me, you know, being in a comfortable, you know, feeling good and not overwhelmed is, is my environment so important. And so... So I decided to get rid of heaps of shit. So then I've got less stuff to be over to to trigger my overwhelm, but there's less stuff and less stuff for me to move around and pack away and So these four practical steps, or I'm jumping all over the place here. Are you with me? You educate yourself on what overwhelm is for you. What, what does it look like? Like write it down on a, you know, a 20-page document <laughs> you know, and look at what, what is yours and what is important and what's just silly expectations, you know. Call yourself out. And then find a system for you. Find a system that works for you because each and every one of us have different environments, different commitments, different support, different, or everything's different. So someone else's system won't necessarily work for you, but parts of it might. So a system that's going to support you in getting organized in your head, in you know, reducing overwhelm or catching yourself, oh God, I'm getting overwhelmed. Let's have a look at what that looks like. You know, I call it like stop, drop and write. Just write it down and not on five different to-do lists. Get it out of your head and look at what's important and is it most of it for your people-pleasing? What can you reduce or declutter, you know? And think about what, what, does living without overwhelm look like for you? How does that look? Have you ever thought about that? How does living without being overwhelmed look like? Do a you know a, a dump like a, a dump? Do a dump. <laughs> um, do like a brain dump of what that looks like. How interesting, you know, just to see like what that desire actually looks like on paper. Get it out of your head. Because the truth is, like, there, there is going to be overwhelm in your life forever. You know, and each, of every, each and every one of us, it's going to look different. 
but it's how we can stop it controlling us and stop it, you know, stop it from stopping us from living, you know. But you need to get honest with yourself and, you know, give yourself a big bloody talking to about how much perfectionism, you know, procrastination, people-pleasing actually comes in. The, the PPs, the four Ps, comes into play when you are in a state of overwhelm. Yeah, because then it's not really you feeling overwhelmed. That's the, you know, issue, the issue. It's that deeper shit. So it's maybe the people-pleasing, you know, that you need to dive into, need to do the deep work on. Getting honest with yourself. And so to round this off, remember that overwhelm will come and go in our lives and each and every one of us is different. It's brought on by ourselves and the things that we commit to, the things that we overcommit to. You know, we need to get real with where we're at, at the time, in our situation, with our capacity, with you know, what we can actually deliver, give back. So getting honest with yourself. And use the four practical steps that I talked to you about in stop, drop and write. Write what's going on, not just to-do lists because to-do lists just add to the overwhelm. It's getting clear on what your overall list looks like and you're know, asking yourself, have you, have you communicated? Have you asked for help? Is it, have you overcommitted? If you've overcommitted, then pull back some shit. You haven't failed if you say that you can't do something. You can just do something, you know, do something less. Is that even, does that even make sense? You know, find a system that's right for you because other people's systems aren't going to work because we're all different. We've all got different circumstances. And declutter, declutter your car, your your phone, your computer, your office, your wardrobe, everything. One bit at a time. Like you can only do one bit at a time. You don't need to do it all. Just one one step at a time. And just remember that overwhelm, like there's deeper layers to that. There's deeper layers to understanding your overwhelm. Because as I said before, it's not usually about overwhelm. And because you, you can turn your overwhelm into aligned action, you know, and that's that's bloody good, and it comes from you being aware of of what you're saying yes to, what's happening, you know, is it actually your emotions that are attached to this thing that you're doing that are overwhelming you, or is it just all the activities and you've just overcommitted? Get honest, I've overcommitted. All right. Well, if you can back out of some shit, just message them, ring them and say, listen, I'm really sorry, but I have overcommitted. Um, 
I won't be able to do it like this, but I can do it like that. Or I might have to pass it on to this person. Or you know, give options if, you, if you're worried about letting people down. Create boundaries. You're the only one that can create boundaries. No one else can create your boundaries because you know what you can take on. So if you're getting into that overwhelmed state, Stop dropping right, people. Just get clear on what it is that's overwhelming you and be honest about what you can take on. And if you're a people pleaser, you know, that's a whole nother topic. So watch out for that episode dropping in the next few weeks. So just to recap to finish this episode off, remember... Stop dropping right. Get clear on what it is, what your overwhelm is looking like. Be aware. Number two, ask yourself the questions. Am I taking on too much? You know, get honest with yourself about what is important. What what matters to me and in my right, what can, what is my capacity Number three, ask for help. Holy shit. You are not a failure if you ask for help. It's as as easy as that. Asking for help is strength. Asking for help is, is, is so freeing. You have not failed. You cannot do all the things. We can't, even though we think we can. But there's a whole lot of resentment attached to that. So ask for help. And number four, declutter. Declutter. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to end with a rap? Let's get overwhelmed out of the way. Yeah, what a bitch. Yeah, get out of my life. Anyway, okay, I'll stop there. So, legends, if you want more support with with these topics, with overwhelm, if you want to dive deeper, if you want some prompts to help you, if you're... I know overwhelm is just like right up there, right up there. It's like the highest, it's like the best mate of anxiety, right? And self-doubt. We've got self-doubt and overwhelm battling for best friendship. Best friendships to Mrs. Anxiety. (laughs) So send me a DM, guys. I'm over on Instagram uh, if you enjoyed this episode give me a five star rate there's so many ways that you i'm giving this this content to you for free i want to help you guys so much and if you can help me by sharing it out to your communities out to the world you know the more people that this reaches the less overwhelmed overwhelmed there's going to be like that is a win don't we all want that yes And the doors are opening to my mastermind very soon. So keep your ear out for that bad boy because it's an absolute ripper. Thank you so much for being here.